Hello, everybody. Welcome to Civically Speaking. I'm your host, Lenore Swiston, and with me today is my civic panel from 2020 in a renewed form for 2021. So welcome back, Jeff Jackson, James Ischishan, and Aria Vivi. So hey, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lenore. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. You know, in 2021, we are going to ramp up focus on civic um, issues here. I know we're going to touch base on provincial and federal, but that's for another show. Today, I do want to hone in as much as we can into kind of the civics by just starting the year in a few different ways. And we can go madly off in all directions as we want. But I thought each of you in turn, I wouldn't mind kind of getting your top of mind what's sitting with you today in terms of a refreshed look at 2021, a civics approach that you think that we need to be focusing on and what are some key issues that are gonna be coming out in 2021? James, let me start with you. And when I see that you're kind of going for a bit, you might just uh, see a hand wave in your in the side of your screen there. So James, okay. start us off. So uh, I, I think right now um, we're gonna see a couple of things. And I think where it is is uh, primarily as it pertains to uh, public engagement. I, I see in some um, community associations uh, the direction of council will be challenged uh, as uh, I, I think, for example, uh, with the Willows. Uh, there's a redevelopment that's potentially planned uh, for that area and, uh, and it has uh, stirred up the ur of uh, local residents and we'll, we will see the true uh, magnitude of how public engagement and uh, does the does the voice of residents have any uh, have any magnitude as it pertains to continuing development? Mm -hmm. Okay, well there's there's an issue right there. Thanks, James, for that. That was short and sweet to begin. We'll come back to you. All right, jumping over to you. So I um, I think the first two years of this council are going to be all about some really micro concerns. There's going to be a lot of little tiny, um, you know, under the, under the ground type things. You'll, you'll see lots of discussion about berms and really, really local issues. Um, there'll be some serious virtue signaling just to pay off from the election debts, debts that they owe. But it'll all be, quote unquote, the unsexy stuff. Um, and then about two years from now, you're going to see them start ramping up on the, the things that are symbolic, but not really meaningful. Okay, and Jeff, what about over to you? I mean, I do think that 2021 is going to be some sort of cleanup uh, of, of some of the things that we saw in 2020, kind of just um, some of these, these processes and issues are, are elongated because of COVID and, and dealing with some of the, um, the stuff there. I, th I think that what we're going to see is just some mopping up um, I don't know if it's going to be in a positive way or a negative way yet, but I think we're going to hear things about libraries, we're hearing about trains, we're hearing about overpasses, but I think also, I think, uh, you know, everyone's right, we're going to hear about some of these smaller things that, you know, like James was saying about community associations. Um, I think there is uh, uh, some things that, that this council needs to uh, uh, work on, um, but I don't know if they're really interested in that currently. Okay, well, that's, that's good. Thanks, guys. I mean, I'll, I'll throw in here as we're going in around, so I'll consider myself part of the round. A couple of things that I'm noticing is I think, and you guys can jump in here in a bit, I'm, I'm thinking that um, new Councillor Curtin is going to make a bit of a difference 
in some of the impact in terms of some of the issues that may be discussed, because I'm seeing that already in some of the motions that are coming forward, that came forward today in council. I haven't had a chance to watch the council because unfortunately it's hard for us working folk um, to tune in during the day to see this stuff live. So I'm gonna trust that the next time we get together, we'll follow through. And I do have David coming on the show next week. So I'll be asking him about it, but he's got a couple of motions, one to do with engagement, and what does council need to do better and administration in terms of engaging with citizens and what have they done since they've changed policies? I kind of see that his motion changed a bit from, I think, when he first did to kind of get a response from administration. So I'm going to be curious what happens with that information. Along with that, Marin Lowen had also put in a complimentary motion around a report and again these are motions for reports which are always interesting right and so the motion was a report is how could we improve the engagement process around land development so Jeff that speaks right to the stuff that comes to MPC and so that was another motion that came forward and then another one I think that David had was around some of the infrastructure and snow removal and and things like that so you know that's bringing it to the kind of the local local end of things um, and in terms of what might they be doing to maybe improve things with the local thing but I agree um, I can see James shaking his head there so I'm going to come to you next um, but yeah I, I also I also saw that the the library does have some sort of engagement process I caught it through a social media feed so unless you're very savvy on social media I don't know how many people know that there's a, a library input session and I hope it's not the only way they're gonna do it where they're gonna miss out on probably some of the very users that go to libraries to try to find out stuff um, that don't have access to that. Um, and then there was something about a curling rink and kind of the taxation issues and that. And I thought that's interesting because I think that may have in part been driven by one of the mayoral candidates, um, Carrie yeah. Tarasoff. So I think that you know, him bringing that onto the agenda may have nudged council to have a look-see at that. So, you know, the council did have an, uh, the, the election and the influence of the election may be in part kind of pivoting some of the direction that we're seeing engagement, the library, you know, and things like curling rinks coming out as part of it. And then Jeff, to speak to your point on overpasses and that, I think, too. So, James, jump in here on this next but round. I, but I also think uh, something that was quite a little bruise on uh, on the ego of City Council has to be the CD Howda report as well, uh, where we yeah. ended up with a, a D minus rating mm -hmm. um, for, for, for fi financial transparency. Um, do you want to? You know, do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to explain to people what the report did was talking about? So, so what the financial, what the CD Howe did was an assessment of 31 centers across Canada, and they rated them on the capacity for the general citizens to be able to easily find out information on on the basic uh, balance sheet of the city, and. <laughs> And there's no doubt about it. We did not fare the the worst. Edmonton has that uh, beautiful distinction, but we certainly were were one of the last four in in the whole country. And with a D minus, uh, I think it was Saskatoon, London, and uh, I forget the other center. Um, yeah. But they they had as a note 
one of the issues that that transpired was was how in the city of Saskatoon as a line item, we have um, expenses of one hundred and twenty nine million dollars in a year. Beautiful. Then later on, we have another expenditure item that allows for us to have eight hundred and fifty nine million. Well, that's a pretty significant um, degree of separation between 129 to 859 million. Yeah. And, that, and that just showcased the capacity of where uh, the public is frustrated in, in not being able to, you know, I didn't think we needed a, a, a PhD or a master's degree to be able to do simple math and understand uh, how a balance sheet works. But apparently, yeah. you know, like I said, that there's a... There's something about hidden in plain sight sometimes. Yeah, no, good points. Jeff, I saw your hand go up there. You want to jump in here? Well, I just, I'm, I'm really curious about um, uh, the report comes out and no one's talking about it other than the four of us, really. Yeah. Uh, I, I did talk to a couple of people and I did reach out to, to be honest, my mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And no one's talking about this. No one actually cares about this. I care about this. We care about this. This is really important. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm curious about how, like it was, it came out, I think on the Friday, I think it came out on, in the, in the, or on, on the Friday paper. And it, it just didn't gain any traction. And, and I'm just concerned that if, you know, we're not taking care of the pennies. How are the dollars ever going to take care of themselves either? Yeah, so, I know. Ari wants. Well, all right, Ari's going. I'm like, why? Okay, sorry. This is music to my ears. This is music sorry. to my ears. Okay, okay. come yeah, on in. I mean, first that CD Howe report got dumped in what's called the Friday trash, right? Yeah. It goes out with everything, so nobody did it. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny because I'm going to wrap up three things here all together. <clears throat> the reason nobody cares is is this city has mastered the what I call engagement for the people they want engaged. They've done a masterful job of always making sure they consult just their supporting bases and stack the room to get the answer that they wanted. Um, David Curtin brings a, I want to call it practical focus to the council. I mean, he is not getting caught up in the bigger um, issue. If you look at right now, there's two big, quote unquote, big bylaws that city is dealing with. Uh, conversion therapy and CO2 detectors. And CO2 detectors only popped up because of the big almost tragedy. But we've had this issue for CO2 detectors since Charlie Clark was, was thinking about being a councilman. When the, when the building codes change, this isn't anything new, but now all of a sudden they're reacting to it. So they're jumping on that one. Um, and the curling rink issue is about a reaction to COVID. It's about everybody trying to figure out exactly how to keep some sense of normal and how to go back to it and how to say, well, the city's really investing in, or the country's really investing in keeping businesses going. They're putting $3 million into minor hockey. But what about these curling rinks, these institutions of not only small towns, but even you know a large city like Saskatoon? So when you roll all that together, Jeff, that's why people don't care about it anymore, because this council doesn't even care. They just jump from flashpoint to flashpoint. Um, and keep moving so fast that they get another report, you get lost in the bureaucracy of it all. You know, I, I said to somebody the other day, you could have handled this conversion therapy bylaw in 20 minutes in council. All you had to do was say, this one simple proclamation, 
the city council does not support the idea of the barbaric practice of convert of forced conversion therapy. It's being dealt with at a health level because it's a health issue from the federal and provincial governments. All in favor, aye, passes unanimously and move on. But Curtin and Don Hour stepped up and said, this isn't our wheelhouse, guys. Let's fix our own house first. Deal exactly. with the stuff that's true. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's the issue. So a the, it, the CD Hub report actually wasn't dumped on a Friday. It's just that none of the media sources were picking it up. And yet okay. well, uh, to, to the to the to the credit of our colleague there, Phil Tank, he did one. send it out. And by the way, London and Edmonton were both tied for F. I'm just looking okay. at the look, oh. looking at it. And Kitchener, Regina, and Sa Kitchener was at a D plus, Regina at a D, and D minus goes to Saskatoon. But I do think, you know, guys, that it does speak to the fact that, you know, issues like this are complex. And until it impacts you, you know, why would you care? Because you don't know, because it's not transparent. So how would you know? That's the exactly. whole point, right? We're exactly. watching all the different things, including the gaps, but most people don't see the gap till it hits them in the face. And yeah. I don't blame them. That's not their responsibility. Yeah. The responsibility, and that's where the grade comes in, is the responsibility lays on the municipalities to try to do their darndest best and then try even harder and then try again even harder and always look for improvement and trying to be transparent in what you're doing. And, you know, I remember we used to roll out budgets and roll out, you know, the whole notion around um, what we're going to be doing for assessment and go into a roadshow into the neighborhoods. And, you yeah. know, I don't know if we're going to ever go there again, but we should be. you got to get back in the neighborhoods, use your neighborhood network so people on the ground start talking about this stuff at Coffee Row again. But the other thing that has changed significantly is that uh, media isn't what it once used to be, right? Media used to be the uh, the next thing kin to our savior because it was the thing that peered into the corners and the crevices that ended up pulling out the information to the light of, uh, of daylight to allow for the disinfectant to go through forward. But now we see so many newsrooms Best basically decimated, right? There, nobody has um, either found them useful or engaging, and so stories like this does pass forward. And and so, you know, I almost wonder if it isn't time Oops. that somehow there's the necessity for an unelected um, opposition party for for civic government, really, because who else is out there challenging challenging some of these norms? Um, and, and that's the major problem we have. We the city council come out on a promotional or, or propaganda motion, and, and and everybody else just go okay. Well, what can we do? We're locked in for four years. There's no there's no challenge to this. And yet, uh, as I say, the few media that they have their own little um, points of view, and it's not reaching the public like it once did. I think Regina well, City Council gave us the opportunity, though, to see what happens when you actually pay attention. Um, I mean, that ultimate slide, I mean, they, they tried to slide they one to through. Uh, they tried to slide their virtue agenda through. Um, and I was like, hello, wait a second. So I bet you Regina's all of a sudden going to be really, really cautious. Um, it's unfortunate right now. Like, the, I just saw an update that the conversion bylaw passed 10 to 1 through city council. Uh, I'd be curious to know why Curtin flipped his vote. He was originally one of the, the opposition. So Lenore, if you're making notes for when he's on the show, I'd be curious to ask him that question. Yeah. 
for sure. Um, you bring up a good point, but I think for context, Jeff, do you know the issue in Regina enough to share what it was? Not, not really. Okay. I, I well, really I'll don't. Do, I'll do, I'll do a 10 second here. So yeah. what ended up in Regina was that uh, a motion was made by one of the new councillors to say that they would not support the city of Regina taking sponsorships from energy-based companies. And then, of course, the premier weighed in on this to say, wait a darn minute, um, you know, you got to really think about what you're doing here, because that, in fact, could have implications for the city of Regina getting funding from some of our crown corporations and other things that the government is involved with, which is energy backed to which today the councillor who made the motion rescinded um, and um, well, he didn't he pulled out of backing his own motion and said that he heard strongly from his constituents and his constituents said now is not the time to be going that quickly too too much too soon and he said let's hope we're not too little too late we got to find a balance in the middle and so he stepped out of making that motion I think, Ari, Ari, to your point, I think what, what came out of that, though, was that, you know, council and the interplay with their citizenry there is very vibrant because they had a very big change on their council and their citizens are very engaged because they were very engaged in a shift in a new mayor and a number of new councils members. And new council members, of course, are trying new things out. And rightly so. They're trying stuff out and seeing, seeing where the edges are and they're finding where the edges are. So I think there's I think it'll be good for them to see where where things go. And the mayor was strong in saying I didn't support it because I think we need to look at other ways. Um, yeah. And then the councillor himself. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where they go. And I'm sure that Saskatoon in part, you know, needs to have a good look at that. To, to try to find ways and that's why we're getting some of the the motions that we are but good point on you area i'm glad that you saw that with with council curtain because we'll we'll I will ask him that next week james to you. well with sand but with mayor sander masters uh, the other thing she that she did talk about was the flawed process by which uh, a counselor gets to bring in a a motion from the floor and, and so she did, does not like uh, this, that somehow there isn't the capacity to have forward thought or, or consideration that all of a sudden somebody's just throwing something on the floor and here we are. And so that spoke, that spoke to process. And, and I, I know that she had a news interview and, and to her, um, she articulated that the point being that uh, uh, she was frustrated that how somebody can just jump up from without any advanced uh, warning or notice and and here just try and bring on a motion. Yeah, and in Saskatoon, just for listening audience here on CFCR, you're tuned in to Civically Speaking. I'm here with Aria Vivi and James Uchishan and Jeff Jackson, and we're talking about civic issues here in Saskatoon and also in our in our neighboring city of Regina. Um, yeah, you bring up a, a, an important point because here, I mean, it's a notice of motion, so you can't just jump to a motion, you know, and I'm sure I thought that was the case in Regina. So we'll have some fun fact figuring out there to do, James, as to how far do we need to go. <laughs> Everybody's always learning. So, okay, where do you guys want to go from here? No, the engagement piece. Okay, let's go to let's go to Harry because James, you've had the floor for a little bit. So, Harry, sure. go for it. So here's a really interesting post-election fact. Um, so one of the other broadcasters in the province, the largest sort of talk radio show that has a huge reach, used to have a monthly feature called uh, Talk to Your Mayor where the two mayors were in Saskatoon and Regina would come on and take calls from constituents, from people. Um, 
Mayor Charlie Clark is no longer willing to go on that show. Now, admittedly, the host was actively campaigning against his re-election. Um, the host was definitely not a fan of our current mayor. Um, <clears throat> but you, on one side, you have to engage with everyone. And that's the biggest platform that's out there. So people can get out there and connect with their mayor and connect with that. Um, and that was him bailing on that and then saying, well, we want to engage is a bit two-faced. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, as choices to make, and it's the platforms that you seek to go on, right? So it'll be interesting to see if he's choosing other platforms and has a reach out there and how broad that reach is. So yeah, I didn't know that. So thanks for sharing that. Jeff, to you. Well, um, I do think that to just carry on with what Ari was just talking about, mm -hmm. um, I think that other platforms or, or other shows should probably be reaching out to the mayor and be asking the question of, mm -hmm. if you're not going on that show, will you come on ours? There you go. And I so, think that's a, there you go. We got to send an invite to the mayor's office. And, and so I think that that would be really important um, for the, the, the mayor to still have um, the reach. Now, do we have the same reach as that other show? No, but we could. And yeah, and, and so I think that that would be a great thing to do. So, Ari, thank you for that. Yeah, for guess, sure. James, picking up on this, because I know you wanted to keep going on engagement yeah. here. So so part of the issue, uh, uh, just quickly to that one, having participated in both of those programs, certainly there is a different audience in, in both, right? And yeah. but, but where I want to talk about a little bit here is, is in regards to Dr. Shahab. And, and the protesting that they have outside of his house. Now, I think we've all, like, what I want to talk about here ever so quickly is about civics and how it is that we have taken it upon ourselves to say that this is a reasonable form of engagement. I don't know who the hell you are or what you think uh, that they have done that is wronged, but at no point in time does, like, regardless of how I think council is moving and how the mayor might be moving to a different path other than what I want, I am not going to go in front of Charlie Clark's house and have a protest. Yeah. I just don't think that that's right in any stream. So I think we need to stand up for, for against people who think that that's right in any means. Mm -hmm. there, there, are more than, there are more than enough formats for us to have engagement, there are more than enough formats for us. And, and that's why I've always been concerned about this whole cancer or cancel culture. I believe strongly that we should all be able to have a voice and that we should all give our opinion in regards to the, the convictions of our, of our spirit. But at no point in time do I think that it's reasonable to be able to camp out at, at, at your opposition's uh, uh, house and and interfere with their family not once except jay and i agree with you 100 percent, james um the sad part is the precedent for this was set a long time ago in ontario uh with among others the cbc sent reporters cameramen and mark the warrior princess from their comedy show to ambush doug ford on his driveway coming out of his house and they were there day after day after day so I agree with you. It's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. Families do not have a part in the political office. Your home is sacred and it should be. 
if they wanted to stand out in front of the legislature and boo him and yell at him for his opinions on the way out, that's perfectly fine. Put a fence up, have some space, make sure that there's no accidental sort of overheating. That's legitimate protest. I got no problem with that. But you're, I'm entirely on board with you when it's like, wait a second, you don't take it outside the workplace, you, you know, and you don't have to look very far. Look back to the uh, refinery strike where they were making ads about people and, and their families and things like yeah. that. Like that, the level of, of political discourse has reached almost a pit viper level. Okay, Ari, I'm going to disagree. I, I want to dis disagree with Ari real quickly. And, and why is because Dr. Shahab is not elected. And, and so I'm, I'm concerned that if we're going to go to um, people who are, are working in the public service, if we're going to go to their houses, how can we ever expect that we're going to get, you know, the best people working for us uh, when it comes to these areas? And, and I agree Ohio, with you, Ohio just had the same problem. Ohio just had um, a public health officer that actually their house was shot at. Oh. And then, and then the, the next, so they, they quit their job as the, the medical chief, chief medical officer for Ohio. And then what ended up happening is they couldn't actually find someone to replace Someone's them. Calling me. I agree so with you, that's Jeff. That's the Jeff. problem. No, I agree and, with you 100%. You but, do but not I don't go think the genie, people. but the genie didn't come with the bottle on public, on, on, um, on, on people like Dr. Shahab. Now, uh, I, I think the genie came out of the bottle on on the public, like the elected officials. And, Fair enough. And so, but so I mean, like, and you're but going to Doctor okay. Shahab's. It's it's unconscionable. I, so you're saying you're right. No, it's, guys, it's, guys it's, I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to interrupt here okay. because sorry. we could. I know we could go on. I can see where this is going. But I know we promised ourselves that we're going to stay, you know, on a civics thing. And I, James, I see <laughs> where you were going to go on. But we kind of went on a provincial tangent here, and we're in the last couple of minutes of the show. What I do want to say though is this: is that that's um, kind of there's an interesting thing that's happening here. On the one hand, you know, we're asking for municipal governments to be more accountable, and other governments are asking, you know, people to be more accountable. But yet, when we come back to the municipalities themselves, are they being accountable? as some of the reports are saying and is transparent Sorry. it's you know and it's unfortunate right because it does bring to question around who is getting who who's getting the rub from a lot of decisions that are getting made within the public for within the public sphere and when it's that's spilling right. into people's private yeah. lives that's a no-go zone for any of Absolutely. us anymore on this team so it's really sad to see that happen in that way guys guess what we're at the end of this show so I think we're going to be uh, going for a little bit of a bonus round here after we're done this. Thanks so much for tuning in to CFCR. This is Civically Speaking. I've had Ari Avivi, I've had James Uchishan, and I've had Jeff Jackson. Welcome, guys, to 2021 Civically uh, Speaking panels. We will be back here monthly. This is the goal is to be here at the end of, the, of, the, of each month or sneaking in at the beginning of the month, depending on how the calendar works as we go into February and March. But thanks, guys, for being on the show. Much appreciation. Take care. Thanks, all. Thank you, Thank you. Lona.